Hello, welcome to Talk with Toast. It's your host, Toast. And it's been a few weeks or so. I've been either sleeping or preoccupied, cramming in things, and not sure how to feel about either. And today I want to talk about missing people, things, anything, because I am missing a lot of things right now. And I am soon to just even miss everything else more because when school comes back, I'm going to miss summer a lot. And I kind of just talk about how my summer's been going. Uh, I feel like this is, uh, this is awkward. <laughs> it's been a while and I'm just here to tell you what I've been up to. But, you know, I thought it'd be just fun to share some stories or see how one of my last summers hope I'm expecting to spend in my hometown is going. It's been a different summer than the previous summers, that's for sure. Last summer was uh, riddled by COVID, as for anyone, everyone. And hopefully you were not um, doing things to spread the virus last summer. I know I wasn't, so that's provided me some mental clarity as I never caught the virus. Okay, let's all talk about COVID because COVID is a very... It's like one of those subjects that no one... Just everyone knows and no one wants to know about it. It's like, oh yeah, how's COVID affected? Of course it's affected me, like every... blah, blah, blah. Um... I'm kind of in a very talkative mood, hence why I'm making this podcast episode right now. Um, And I'm so sorry for how disorganized these episodes are constantly getting. Like, really, I need to sit down one day and, like, actually take notes on what I want to talk about. But I'm an impulsive person, as seen by the fact these episodes either have, like, three updates a week (laughs) or three updates every three months. Well, that's just a part of everything now, isn't it? Anyways, not loneliness, missing people. You know, these episodes are kind of depressing (laughs) in the fact that the subject matters are rather, not grim, but uh, a downer and very self-loathing and just like, wow, I'm so lonely, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Anyways, um, today talking about missing things. So as for me, my experience, like this past few summer, this not few summers, this past summer, I've done a few things that stepped, helped me step out of my comfort zone. Um, I went to, so it started off in June. I went to Berkeley. If you're familiar, Berkeley is a city in California located near San Francisco in the Bay Area, and they have a university there. And I was in the Bay Area for around three days, two to three days. And I kind of just want to talk about this trip because I didn't really have anyone to talk about it with because it's just like no one wants to hear about what you did on your trip or like the mental thoughts that went through my head um because when I was there okay first I should probably like contextualize why I was there I was there for a model UN event um Berkeley model United Nations <laughs> love you guys um they're holding a summer camp thing and it was two days long I was there and I felt very embarrassed because I was like the only rising senior there and everyone else was like 14 like fresh out of middle school almost and it was very weird because uh, <laughs> I could barely hold conversations with these people this okay this sounds very like um kind of sounds very cringe worthy because it's like well they're only 14 what do you mean but it felt very weird because at my school, um, I haven't one interacted with any of my underclassmen because of COVID, or at least like in an in-person setting. 
And second, we our youngest grade that is on my campus are sophomores. So, and a lot of my classes aren't even shared with them to begin with. So I haven't interacted with anyone younger than me by like over a year <laughs> in a long while. And I think I associate them with my brother because I think they're closer to his age than my age. So it was definitely interesting um, to see freshmen because I've never seen freshmen or haven't in a while. I think the last time I saw freshmen, I was a freshman. So there's that. And I felt very awkward because it's like, here I am bonding more with these like college student mentors, like who were kind of just guiding everything because it's like my conversations were more relevant to them than it was some 14 year old who I just couldn't really connect with, but it's okay. Um, it was so weird. I, I was hoping maybe they'd be like someone who's like a year younger, but now I got like three years younger than me. Um, and it was a really fun experience by far um, it was a really um, if you're not familiar with model un usually it can be very stressful um because there's a lot of preparation and work that goes into it beforehand but since this was a more a summer campy-esque-esque <laughs> summer camp-esque was well, such a dumb word i'm sorry um since it was a much more casual activity and meeting uh, we got to just like carry the campus a bit too, do all these little fun activities and I enjoyed it. Would I say was it worth going out like to the very for a weekend? Mm-hmm. Can't really say. I had a fun time, but uh, not sure if I would like ever go again just for that. But um, there's actually, so at UC Berkeley, they have student farms and this got me really excited. I don't know. Like, there are so many cool things we got to do that weekend. Vis- visiting the student farms was, like, one of the best ones to me. And um, Bamfa, which is a art museum. I love art museums. Okay, you know, we're talking about a lot more today now that I got things on my mind. But anyways, we visited the student farms, and they were really dedicated to preserving indigenous farming practices and foods. And I really love just, I love hearing from people talk about their own relationships to their identity and all that sort of jazz so it was really enjoyable experience and the student farms there have multiple locations across campus and um i just thought it really cool that they're able to sustain such a large agricultural okay this is like uh okay this is very stereotypical me as someone from a county known for agriculture but i just love hearing about agriculture (laughs) sometimes and seeing how many people take their approach to it but yeah, seeing how they've managed to keep up all these different farms across campus. And the one we went to in particular was a bit of off-campus, I'm assuming, or I, I think. And it, it was just so cool. Um, and it's such a nice place, too, because it's rather empty. So you can just kind of walk in and like, wow, so peaceful. Um, and a lot of the students were very nice that we were talking about their experience with student farms. So I really enjoyed that little lecture. Um, uh, I would share what I remember from it, but it's been like two months and I, I can't really recall anything. Oh, I did have like one struggle because like in the mornings it's kind of cold in Berkeley. And okay, what, what, I, what I did was I would go like at 9 a.m. when my event was like the model un sort of thing was at 10 2 p.m so that's like five hours before i was gonna meet with anyone and i'd just be there alone like chilling out for five hours and i used that opportunity to explore the campus um i was deliberating doing a lot of things and there's like a few hiking trails up it um that are very close i was considering but at the same time i'm also very scared uh, just to do that alone 
<laughs> so I'll say that for another time. But uh, where was I going with this? So yeah, I spent like five hours both on Saturday and Sunday just walking around. And the second day was a bit more funner for me because I called someone in the morning and that like I was very in a very sad mood um, those mornings because I was like, oh wow, there's so many people with other people doing things and here I am alone. And I feel like, I feel like afterwards, like, okay, I'll explain about this a bit later, but I feel like I really needed that push because otherwise, like, I've always been kind of uncomfortable hanging out alone to some extent, especially since I was in a place that I haven't ever really been before. I mean, I've been to Berkeley a few times, but like, not to the, not to, sorry for that interruption. I was cut off by a phone call. I don't know why, but whenever people call me at the wrong time, I get kind of upset. But that's, it's just like, why? Because then it cut me off as I was blabbering about something. I forgot now. But I think I was talking about alone. Yeah, being alone in big places. So um, I was very anxious, to say the least, because it's like, I'm being alone for five hours on both days. So that's like 10 hours spent alone in Berkeley. And oh my god, I'm probably exacerbating this because it's like, wow, I'm so young and I'm doing things alone, blah blah blah. Okay, this is so cringeworthy, I'm sorry. But at least to me, I was very, very afraid because it was just like things could happen and go wrong very quickly. And how do I occupy myself for 10 hours? Um, and I ended up like, while in the moment being kind of uh, caught up by my anxiousness and feeling rather upset and I, I, I don't want to really convert it to depression because I do have depression but <laughs> um, I don't want to like put on that level but it was just definitely very isolating especially seeing all these people like have interactions it was nice to just kind of be a wallflower and just like observe things like in the mornings especially um, campus was very empty because most people come to like visit or walk around around like 11 a.m and there's something so peaceful about something so large and empty <laughs> like a bowl there's something so peaceful about an empty bowl i don't know <laughs> but i really enjoyed the mornings too because they were so cloudy and um that's where i'm from in the summer it's always very bright and scorching out outside very hot and seeing some clouds and it made it made me feel like i was in a warm blanket and i didn't have much to worry about um, and as I was, like, going around campus, I had, like, so much time to kill, and I, I'm very, like, I really can't sit in a place for long, especially by myself, like, I have to get up and get moving, I think that entire weekend alone, like, I walked 20 to 25 miles, which I guess isn't that much, but I don't know, it was really, it was just, like, I was constantly running back and forth between things, because it was just very fun, um, and I was always, like, trying to find places to just sit for a bit, and it's nice because at UC Berkeley, there's some parts on campus, on campus where you can just kind of get away from things. Like there is this one bench I found that was kind of isolated. And in the mornings, this is very specially quiet. And I really enjoyed it. Although, um, I was kind of surprised because they found very interesting ways to integrate nature into this very, uh, very big city. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, um, at least where I'm from, nature is very easily accessible to me, like, if I want to go to visit a pond or something, I could do so very easily, but at Berkeley, like, they've just found, like, a couple square feet, boom, trees, <laughs> that was very nice, though, and 
now that it's been like two months, I mean, I don't know why I'm talking like this is so amazing because like if I'm again, it's just like a week and spent somewhere else. But I was kind of reflecting on this again recently, and I think it's because um, now I have to wake up and I'm not there. And again, that was a very temporary experience, right? It was only two days. So I think it makes it more treasurable because of how scarce it was, at least in my lifelong experiences list. And I miss it a lot. I definitely do. And now I'm very excited because I really want to show like my friends where <laughs> how nice it could be. And I think it was like, it kind of, I felt like someone that was like scouting out the premise, <laughs> the premise just to be like, okay, next time I come back, I'm bringing my friends right here, and we're going to eat right here, and just like mentally planning for the future. But I definitely want to go back, and I definitely want to visit the Bay Area more in general too, because I don't know if I'm going to be in Northern California for college, nonetheless, so I kind of want to treasure what I do have, and the opportunities I do have to experience while I can. And I was very surprised because um, it's actually not too hard to get from where I live to the Bay Area because it's like a train right away. And that made me very excited because I'm like now planning out these trips months in advance with friends. Like, oh, Thanksgiving break, let's do this. Winter break, spring break, let's go to San Francisco. <laughs> um, because I guess like to me where I live, like everyone hangs out downtown and downtown is relatively small compared to other cities, at least here. And... While I do get to have these new experiences time to time, it kind of feels like a playground to me. It feels very small and very familiar with it, and it's not as challenging. I think that's why I was also very scared of just going to Berkeley, because to me, in my head, it felt like it was going to be challenging for me to make the most out of it. And I definitely did not make the most out of it. I missed out on a lot of things, but I I did what I can. And you know what? The great thing about, I guess, being alive is that... <laughs> You can always go back if you have the means to and experience those things again and new things. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I was thinking of maybe going like a week from now for my birthday. Well, not for my birthday, but my birthday's approaching. And I kind of wanted to do something a little bit special. And I was, my friends were suggesting like, oh, let's go to San Francisco because we've never really been on our own there. Like we've always been with like your parents or family. Okay. Sorry if I'm, like, getting an accent right now. I just call myself, um, sometimes my voice does things and I'm all familiar with it. So, um, hopefully, maybe in August, I'll get to go visit the Bay Area one more time before school starts. Uh, but I guess for the past few weeks, like, or more like a month and a half, I've been missing Berkeley a lot. And it's funny because I'm not really sure, like, sure if I want to, if, if I, in the rare occasion, the very rare, small percentage of a chance I get accepted into UC Berkeley. Um, I don't know how comfortable I would be in terms of attending school there, because I'm a very, uh, how do I put this? <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of things. But, although if I do get accepted, that's a very big thing on its own, and I definitely have to consider, but... I only enjoyed visiting, at least, so... <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm, like... This is a very bad episode to begin with, but... I'm just very giddy right now and very talkative. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, that's one thing I miss. Um, now, maybe this is more relatable, because that's just, like, a, a trip and experience. I think maybe if you want to apply this to yourself, I'd, I'd encourage you to think about maybe a trip or an experience you've had, and you just miss doing that thing, even if it was the simplest thing, like 
going to a museum. Oh, I wanted to talk about museums. Okay, so um, at Berkeley, there is a museum called Banffa. I forgot what it stands for already, but it was a very nice museum, and I just love the way museums are laid out, or just like, I just love, I just love museums. I went to the San Francisco MoMA last year for an art history field trip, and oh my god, it was lovely. <laughs> um, oh, that's actually, okay, that, that reminds me of something, but anyways, I went for an art history field trip. And I love the SF MoMA, and they installed new exhibits lately. I think that's what I want to do next week. I'm going to go to the MoMA. Um, and I hadn't been necessarily too into modern art, but going on that trip really made me appreciate it more. Also, this is something where I was kind of alone too, uh, despite being with my classmates. I had no friends on that trip. Oh my god, I'm reflecting a bit right now, and that was such a weird experience, but I was alone. Um, it, it felt very disheartening at the time because it was just me, my music, and just like looking at art. And there's this one exhibit there where it's like, rather sexual. <laughs> um, I'm trying to recall this, but I, I can't recall this. Oh my god, but it was just like interesting to look at art that was kind of provocative alone. Um, because it was just like, damn, it's there. Wow. Um, although I do want to go to an art museum with someone next time because I was also alone when I went to Berkeley. And I love going to art museums with people. There are a few in my hometown that I really love um, because it gives you a chance to just discuss what you're looking at. Um, I really, It also kind of depends, Like at least in my case. like There are some people who like to rush through things, some people who are very patient and like to go at their own pace. Um, I like the people who are a bit patient. We can both appreciate it and take it in. I'm one of those type of people. Like when I went to the MoMA, I walked around the same exhibits like multiple times. And also the architecture in that building is very interesting. Like there's like one, you know, those sort of like uh, ledges that looks like you'll fall off, but there's like a pane of glass. Like I've walked and bumped into that so many times. Um, Kind of, kind of unbelievable. Also, there's like this large wall of foliage and it's on a terrace. It's really nice. If you're ever in San Francisco, go to the Museum of Modern Art. Trust me, it's it's a very nice experience. And it's free for people under 18. So, there's always that. Um, yeah, I want to go to the MoMA. I really do. I'm going to go to the MoMA next week. That's, that's what I'm doing next week. And if I don't, then I'm going to be very disappointed in myself. Anyways. Um, next on the agenda to talk about today is the sort of like when you miss people okay so instead of missing experiences let's change gears what do you do when you miss people because i have noticed that i miss people a lot these days and like there's missing people i haven't talked to in months but like missing people i also haven't talked to in like a few days it's kind of insane to me or like even a few hours sometimes it's just like i get reminded of them and i'm like oh i miss you so much but i don't want to bother you (laughs) by messaging you or Sometimes I wonder if, like, I'm just going insane and I just, like, attach myself to people too much. But I do miss people. Um, I think we all miss people at one point or another. I'm just so sorry. I sound like an idiot today. Like, I am hearing myself talk out loud and I'm just like, what the f- What am I saying? But uh, there's some people I don't talk to for a few days. And I'm just like, oh my god, I miss them so much. And... 
at the same time, like, scared to even message them. Because, again, I don't want to bother some person. Also, why is it getting dark so early today? Wow. It's currently um, 8.30 p.m. and the sun is gone. But, anyways. Um, <clears throat> there's also this, like, one person who, if I don't get to talk to, I guess, as frequently, I do begin to miss them a bit. It's just like, I like spending time with you. I miss you. God damn it. Why does it gotta be so frustrating? Or sometimes, like, you don't even pick up on the fact that you may be missing someone because, like, life goes on. You get busy. You get preoccupied. There's actually a song that talks exactly about this, but I can't recall it. But uh, as life goes on, you just sometimes forget those people even were in your lives to begin with. Or maybe I just have a very faulty memory, but there's this one person who I kind of sort of reconnected with a bit more lately, and... I didn't realize how much I missed them until I talked to them. I was like, where have you been? Holy God. Oh my God. It's been a few months and I'm just hearing from you and I missed you. Um, and, you know, as much as we express our, I don't know, at least in my case, I express my, I like to express my appreciation for people as much as I can to some extent. Um, whether that be just like they're being direct and being like, I appreciate you or uh, there's some sort of like, some through acts of service like drawing something for them or uh, anything along that line um i feel like i never get to express how much i just miss certain people enough because at the same time it can't come off as creepy like it's only been three days what do you mean you missed me <laughs> um especially when people are so ingrained in like your daily routine right like i wake up and i talk to a specific set of people and if i don't talk to those people that day my day feels a bit off I don't know, um, but that's like the little whole jumble on just missing people. Um, there's also when you can miss things. Um, you can that can either apply to things going missing or just missing an item you once had. Uh, I never really, I don't really consider myself a hoarder, but uh, at least with like in the, in the physical items with digital clutter, it's a very different. Um, <laughs> um, but like. So let's say you have, like, a, I know this is for people who collect things out there. I don't really think I was, like, into into collecting items as a kid or even now. But I heard recently it's from someone that, like, if I give up collecting or blah, blah, blah hobby, um, am I any less myself? And that was a very interesting question. Um, and my response to that is no. I don't think you're any less yourself if you're giving up on something. Because I think, like, to give up on something, uh, in the, in the hob- in the hobby sense, by the way, there are things that maybe you shouldn't give up on because it may be, the consequence of giving up is a little too detrimental. But, um, my head is, like, bursting. Oh my god. But, uh, when you're giving up on a hobby, per se, that doesn't mean you're still giving up. You can be trading that hobby for something else. And that's totally fine. People change, and that's okay. At least for me, like, some of my hobbies when I was younger, I used to keep up with a, a certain fandom. <laughs> and it was kind of interesting because once I fell out of it, uh, things sort of, like, the people I knew and the friends I made, we all sort of faded with the tune. At first, I was very sad um, because it's like, don't friendships like mean more than just like a shared common interest and in some cases they can in some cases they don't and that's totally okay and you know I, I think I'm more happy having people who I at least I'm confident in 
that they will be on my side um, regardless of a shared interest being there or not rather than just being based on that one string alone I hope that made some sort of sense uh, gosh anyways um, oh yeah on another topic of missing things I missed like so this summer I took a few classes at community college and with with the with the university and as much as like st- as much as those classes were stressful I really enjoyed um, them a lot and now that they're over I really do miss them because like it kind of gave me an excuse to feel productive <laughs> when I bummed out for the rest of the day but at the same time um. At least for me, it's been a very nice experience because learning in my high school has always been either on the line of just competitive or you learn for the sake of passing a test, blah, blah, blah. But it's so nice to be in an environment that really cultivates learning and makes it palatable, I guess, without the whole competitive aspect. I guess this is a varying experience for everyone, but like when I was taking my psych class, I was really psyched. (laughs) You see what I did there? I feel like a cheat. That was so bad, but I was really excited to just read my textbook and do notes and just like enjoy that process. I love okay, I love lectures so much. Um, because especially recorded ones because uh, I can speed them up and I don't speed it up because I'm short on time. I speed it up because I don't know if you noticed, but. People tell me I talk fast, and I didn't realize until I one time listened through the podcast myself, and I was like, why am I talking so fast? Um, like, and anyways, I like speeding lectures up because when the professor, like, sometimes professors talk so slowly. Oh my god, from my poli-sci class, uh, my professor, like, I swear, <laughs> when I attended the live lectures, it sounded like he was on, like, 0.5 video speed to me so I just speed it up to like 1.75 1.5 that's always a good range for me and I just listen and I'm like I never break focus because there isn't time for me to get bored like I gotta keep up and I've been enjoying that I enjoyed my poli-sci class a good bit too um a lot of this I like poli-sci I want to major in poli-sci so of course I kind of kind of expected to enjoy it you know it would have been a very red flag if I did it and writing the papers for that class was always very exciting because my titles were like miscellaneous and very long but it's just I also I I love how I got the I got the chance to take my psych class beforehand or at least started like a few weeks early before my poli psych class and um a lot of the stuff um I took social psych so a lot of the stuff is surprisingly related and I was able to really just connect concepts from two different classes and I really enjoy when I have the opportunity to do that my high school environment didn't really I didn't really get the chance to as much because things are just so concrete, not malleable, but I don't know, I really did enjoy it. I took a philosophy class as well, and oh god, that was a very big challenge. It was a a large thing to swallow, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I was sort of interested in philosophy. I kind of blamed the the show The Good Place for that one. <laughs> and I definitely got to learn, that's for sure. And I really, like, I am kind of disappointed because, like, there's so many things I want to learn. But I wonder if, like, when I, I guess we'll find out. Uh, this is kind of me being naive and young. But I wonder, will I get to learn everything I wanted to by the time I'm done with my undergraduate education when I get there? But you know what? The good thing about the internet and life is the fact that you don't need to stop learning. You can always find a plethora of resources online to continue learning, whether that be self-study, 
classes that you can take or just, you know, I'll say this sounds like a leeway into a Skillshare sponsorship. With the code TOAST, you can save 20% or more Skillshare. Th that was a joke, but, <laughs> you know, it's great. And I think when I was younger, I was really into, like, Skillshare, actually. Um, oh my god. I was like, I didn't have, like, a premium account. I would never pay for a service, like, that had a, just felt weird paying for something like that. Plus, I was very young, so I didn't really have, like, the access to the, the amount of disposable money to just, like, pay for Skillshare. But um, I really enjoyed just, like, watching those, like, like, those little lectures and, like, tutorials and whatnot. And I think, like, I took... What was I into? I took, like, a singing class, graphic design, and, like, a few other stuff. Very creative mediums, that's, that's for sure. And... I came out of this enjoying it, though I think I forgot a lot of things I did learn at the time. I do have my notebooks from there, still. Um, you know, at least in my experience, I try to like find things that make something that isn't too, too appealing a bit more enjoyable. Like sometimes, like for math, um, I'm not the best at math by any means, but for me, making math enjoyable meant just like having having really pretty notes. I'm really proud of my calculus <laughs> notes, um, but. It made it more enjoyable. Okay, that was very embarrassing. I got another phone call and it interrupted me. And I'm very upset. I think this is a sign that I'm going to have to sign out soon, but... <clears throat> Where was I? Anyways, I was very proud of my calculus notes, that's for sure. And sometimes I would make special playlists just for that class. So whenever I heard, like, the certain select few of lo-fi songs, I would be like, okay, it's calc time. Time to focus. Um... Oh, on another note, oh, since this episode is like, it's overall themes missing things, uh, I do kind of miss, like, my second quarter when I took calculus. Okay, maybe not physics. I do not miss physics. By any means, I do not miss physics. Um, calculus, physics, and English. And this was during winter, so from, like, November, December, well, November's autumn, but those very cold months. November, December, and January, that was my second quarter. Um, and... I loved, I loved opening my window, especially since it was cold outside, and it was kind of warm in my room, and just, you know, playing music, letting the air come in, and it was at night as well, and it was just very nice, just doing my calc homework, or like watch videos, or like, I go through phases with food, like, during the summer, I only eat watermelon, during the winter, or I guess like last winter, I was very into soups, and like, noodles. So I would just like always eat noodles for dinner. So I'd be in my room eating noodles <laughs> and just doing calculus at work. And I really enjoyed that. And I like, okay, this is like my fault. So I like burnt all my energy for the midterm right before winter break. So when I came back and it was like time for the final, I had lacked every amount of self-discipline and motivation <laughs> to study for the final. <laughs> Um, I, I passed. I passed the final. I actually, actually, I'm trying to think, how did I do? I think I did pretty good on the final, actually. But I did really good on the midterm, too. So, that was, that was a relief, but... It was just, like, so funny. Because, like, before, before 2021, I was just such a good student when it came to calculus. Maybe not physics, but with calculus, I was a very good student. Um, I really enjoyed the class, and my teacher was really nice. It's kind of a relief because as opposed to the prior school year like sophomore year I oh god oh man I was not uh, 
I would say I wasn't one a good student in terms of my studying methods. Uh, but that's partially due to some other reasons. But at the same time, like my joy from learning was suppressed by other things that I had going on. Okay, okay, you know what? This is gonna be a very long episode of me just rambling. So if you're making it to this point, thank you. I love you for that. But I want to talk about my sophomore year real quick and how I really owe my English teacher at the time to that because. As someone kind of uh, going through it, <clears throat> I'm not going to elaborate today, perhaps on that one, but someone that was having it rough in many areas of life at the time, my English class was like the one thing, the one moment in my day, <clears throat> or like one of, I had a few moments throughout then, that made me feel kind of validated, at least academically, <laughs> because... Um, my English teacher, oh my god, I just, I just want, I should just make a podcast episode to my English teacher, so we'll save that for then, but, um, that class brought me a lot of joy, and I had the same teacher my junior year, and I'm really grateful, and that class kind of, uh, it pushed me back to write, um, for fun a bit more, and it pushed me to also kind of healthily indulge in things like movies, because that's something I enjoy, like other media and art forms and whatnot. It was very nice. And I watched a lot of good movies in that class. Like, most teachers put on a movie. I think I may have talked about this on the podcast, actually. I cannot recall. This sounds very familiar. Or maybe I talked about this to other people a lot. But some, some teachers put on a movie just to, you know, like, kill time. But my teacher did so with a lot of thought. And we wrote about them. And it felt more like a film class at times, if anything. But... Those movies, um, they're very good movies, man. Um, maybe I'll just, I'll have, I'll have, you know, I have a very good podcast episode idea in mind that maybe I'll get to one day, but it'll just be talking about movies, but yeah. Oh, okay. This episode might be getting very long at this point, and, um, oh, have you noticed? Okay, I took down the episodes that had my fire alarm beeping in the background already, but if you were there for those episodes, um... I don't know if you've noticed, but the fire alarm is not beeping anymore! Yay! It's so nice! Oh my god, I had trouble falling asleep at times because it's like, oh god, I need batteries for this thing. But now I can sleep in peace and you can listen in peace, so that's wonderful. It's also very dark in my room. I'm getting a migraine looking at my phone screen for too long. Despite having coffee, I'm feeling very tired. Anyways, <clears throat> this is Taka Toast, your lovely August episode, and, um... We'll see you very soon, um, very soon, because I have a special guest coming on once again, but with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful evening, night, morning, or any time of day that you may be in, and, wait, this is gonna sound very cheesy, but I love you, I love whoever is listening to this, because to put up with 30 minutes of me is a lot to ask, especially since... I'm very all over the place and disoriented this episode, but I really love the people, everyone, like, like, wholeheartedly, okay? I'm frustrated that I can't, like, show you how much I love and appreciate anyone who listens, because, like, it's just, it's a very, it's very sweet of you. Um, with that being said, here's just Talk With Toast, your host, signing out. Bye-bye.